Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 251. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Well, hello everybody and welcome back to a brand new episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. I just barely heard you. Who are you? I don't know. Wake up over there. I'm trying. Hey, my friends, we have brand new music here for our podcast. We're excited. The I like it. The Joyride. Joyride. Anyway, this is a podcast, my friends, that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family. We are a family that has said, forget you, ordinary. We have lives for which we were created, and that's what we're pursuing. Right? Absolutely. That's what this show is all about. We encourage you to join us on this. Why did I, did I not edit that down? I thought I edited that down. I don't know. Wow. Anyway, (laughs) super lengthy version of this music today. That's okay. Ah, anyway, my friends. I thought you were going to fade it. That's what you were going to do. I I like it so much, I don't want to fade it. I wanted to kind of have its own fade out. There you go. That's how I kind of feel like um, on Authentic Life Radio. I don't want to fade the music down to start the show because I like the music. Here's the problem with that, though. You don't talk, you don't want to even talk over the music. I don't. I want to listen to the music. I, I like it, but I do talk over the music. Yeah. Yes, I, I know. Do. You, you, but you, you're like eight seconds, nine seconds. It's like when is she gonna start talking? Sometimes it's like fifteen. <laughs> I know 17. it is. I like it's it. Like sometimes the song is over. No, it's like oh, hey, we should probably start talking. Uh-huh. It's never over. But um, sometimes I forget what I'm doing over there. <laughs> that's that's what's going on. <laughs> nice. I'm like. Uh, I don't so, remember how to do this. Anyway, as you can tell, my friends, we're done with the horrible music that we've been using that for you adult, chose. That I chose. You wanted a hoedown, <laughs> and you picked that music. I don't even. You know what? I I completely. I think I erased it off my hard drive. You I don't said, even think I could "Let's play it anymore. go to let's go square dancing," and you. I did not that. say that. I just picked the music. I thought you that you referenced it was, square dancing. Did I really? Yes. Why, why would I do that? I don't think I that, don't I know. think your mind is a little too fuzzy today because I do not have a recollection well, of that at know, all. I haven't slept in like three days, so it is pretty I fuzzy. Do, I do like bluegrass, but, but it certainly wasn't bluegrass. I also remembered the, the amount of our cruise down to like minus $7.10. So yes. Well, I, I don't question your my, ability to remember mathematical things. You, but I do not remember saying, "Hey, this would be great" because it reminds me of square dancing. No, you didn't say, "Hey, this will be great." It reminds me of square dancing. You said, "Hey, this kind of sounds like a square dance. This is something different." <laughs> okay, you know what? I very much could have said that, and it probably was supposed to be just a temporary thing. And then I got so busy, and we just kept using it week after week. What are you shaking your head no for? I just, I don't remember it that way. <laughs> you remember that I genuinely liked that song and thought it would be a good fit for Family you from the Heart? I did like that song and thought that it would be a good fit. Probably for not as long as we used it for. <laughs> well, it the last definitely co- the last... outwore its welcome. <laughs> There's no question about that. 
So uh. it is gone. We are working on something new. We have chosen this new music. Yes. And um but we, that is not the final product. No, so. and in fact we we do have wait a second. Yeah, we so we do have the music that you just heard. We have a version of it that's two minutes and eight seconds in length, which is longer than our ending music, our outro music before. Right. And we will play that in the background and kind of fade it in and and by the end of the two minutes we will say, Hey, until next time and Stephanie will say Whatever I say at the end. I Whatever don't. she says at the end. We're If you're just brand new to the show, you'll have to stick around to the end to find out what that is. Or if you're smart, you might be able to just like squeeze yourself. Slide right, it forward. Slide it forward all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. So anyway, we, we have that music for the end. But we are working with our great friends, Mike and Isabella Russell from Music Radio Creative. And they are working on like a professional kind of uh, audio branding voiceover intro for our show they are and uh so hopefully well we're taking next week off a little teaser to a future topic to to be to to be discussed to be discussed i like that tbd instead of to be determined it's to be discussed there we go i like that that's fun um but uh, right so we won't be here next week so we hopefully we'll have it in two weeks we're back we'll we'll have our new show yeah music intro we have right. our music. It'll Whatever. just be set to a wonderful, professionally produced intro. And we'll, Whatever, we'll minus sound... the chirping birds. Minus the chirping birds. <laughs> really just wants me to go pull out a shotgun. <laughs> really, all I wanted to do while listening to that. I want to watch. There are birds in the room that need to be taken down. <laughs> that now, is funny. don't anyone ever repeat that to Sarah because she'll stop being my friend. But that's what I was thinking. I was wondering if Sarah's going to watch Guntucky. I don't know, but I'm going to call her and ask her because I so want to watch Kentucky. I want to watch Kentucky Because in Kentucky, the Second Amendment comes first. <laughs> I am so going to watch this show. <laughs> and if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, check out CMT because I'm telling you. I, I wonder if we can find... Uh, let me see if I go to YouTube. They have to have that on this YouTube. This girl, she's got her nails all painted red, long curly hair, long curly brown hair, and... um. Pretty, pretty girl, pretty girl, and she's looking. She's like, I want to shred it. And I'm like, she, she wants a serious gun. Yeah, I, it's fun stuff. Yeah, gun, gun, Tucky, Tucky, and a CMT series. And here's a preview. Yeah, I, I don't see uh, just like a little promo clip for it. I was hoping that they might have a just a. Oh my gosh, do they have? What? They have three episodes online already. Do they really? I see. It, like, hasn't they pro- have episode one hundred and one, which would be season one, episode right, one, right. which is called "Son of a Gun," and episode two, "Cabin Fever," because I think they wanted to blow up a mm-hmm. cabin, and then uh, I want to blow up a cabin. Or maybe these are just the. Oh, okay. So no, wait. Cliff doesn't know what's going on. I have no clue. But I really wanted to play the commercial for you for Gun Tucky. It's, it's a brand new reality show uh, where they blow stuff up. I know. And it looks so much better than my big redneck vacation. <laughs> 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 it's fun. Yeah. It, it, it was fun. Um, yeah. but Nothing uh, like adding to the stereotype of right. Kentuckians. Right. And I you know what? Here's how, the thing. I th- I'm pretty sure they're all wearing shoes. They are all wearing how shoes. How about that? That is a big thing. You know, when my um, 
my cousin went to college in um, Pennsylvania and they were surprised that she owned shoes. I'm like, is it really that? Like, do people really think that badly? Let me tell you, I have several pairs of shoes. Yeah. I own a lot of shoes for um, for being from Kentucky. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I do not I do not see anything. Kim where... says, but do they have their teeth? <laughs> Do they have I don't know. Team? I was too busy watching them blow stuff up. Anyway, yeah, they're shooting things. But um, I'm yeah. very, very disappointed that they don't have something with with their gun tucky on there. That's right. Anyway, that's, that's okay. not even on our topic list for it's today. It's not, but it's a fun topic, and I think that we can we can watch that show and and laugh and make fun of that show, and because we're from Kentucky. Yes, we are. Well, we're from we're from actually a different state called Northern Kentucky. <laughs> right, it's, a completely, <laughs> it's completely different from Kentucky. It's like North and South Korea. It's like completely different. Yeah. no, it's not. It, it's, it's no, like, it's not. It's like Virginia no. and North Virginia. No, I am related to people from Northern Kentucky that you could find on that show. Okay, that's true. So no, it's not. It, it's all one big great hillbilly state. All right, you're fair enough. There are some civilized people in it. Mm-hmm. But it's one great big hillbilly state. All right. Fair enough. And I like it that way. <sighs> Me too. So, by the way, Life is a Joyride, the music that we chose for our our intro and what you'll hear at the end of each of our shows is called Life is a Joy. Or no, no, it's, it's called just called Joyride. Joyride. We named the show will be titled Life is a Joyride. Right. This so, episode. Exactly. But uh, you were saying that you kind of liked, the. You, not only did you like the music, but you liked that it was titled Joyride, because you say life is like like a box of chocolates. Our life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. It's fantastic. But no, I mean, a, a lot of times life can feel like a joyride. Sometimes it feels like a long journey, and sometimes it's kind of bumpy. But um, I just thought I liked that the music was called Joyride. That's all. I like it. Yeah. So anyway, that that's what we got there. Um, interesting story in events in the Ravenscraft household. I don't. Matter of fact, th- you know what? This news would warrant this. No, con- nothing ever warrants that. You just like it. <laughs> I don't like it. I think it's really. Amazing. <laughs> then don't push the button. The button is bad. All right, you don't want me to push the button. No, it's bad. All right, don't don't push the button. All right, I'm not gonna. I'm I'm I am practicing practicing. How many more <laughs> culture references can we make in this podcast? I don't know. <laughs> Let's try. We can probably do a few. Right. Anyway, like this so, morning we were taking attendance. So, so anyway, I won't. I <laughs> yes, Bueller, that was fu- that was fun this morning. That was fun. Okay, go ahead. Um, impromptu family meetings. Those were fun. Anyway, <laughs> what's so funny? <laughs> Nothing I can share here. <laughs> okay. But our youngest child is quite entertaining. Yes, she is, and hilarious. Anyway. Go ahead. What, what so, was I going to say? Uh, interesting things going on here <clears throat> that warrants a noise that I won't oh, let you make. <laughs> anyway, uh, just real quickly, we haven't set, we haven't thrown in an Eric Fisher yet, so we haven't, and he's not here. No. And you know, I meant to go um, leave him a, um, a you review. Meant to go leave him. I meant to go leave his podcast beyond re- the to do list a review yesterday for his birthday, but I felt bad because I've only listened to one episode, and it's nothing personal against Eric. It's just that I was, we were talking about this yesterday. I don't really consume a lot of podcast content. I know you don't. And um, So why didn't you leave him a review, though? Because I forgot. Oh, okay. Gotcha. 
Oh, wait, check this out. Magnus has found us a clip. We, you know, if we don't mind jumping back just for I a second. I don't mind at all. Let, let, let's see if we can My play this preview. My brain's still kind of back there anyway. Here we go. Let, here we go. Listen to this. Knob Creek ain't your everyday shooting range. Let's go! It's more like a theme park for gun lovers. Did you see that? What we want to do is blow up a cabin. You guys sure you really want to blow this thing up? It's awesome! If we can't get it, you don't need it. I want to shred it. In Kentucky, the Second Amendment comes first. From the producers of Fawn Stars, Kentucky, all new series, right. starting Sunday, April 21st at 9.30, 8.30 Central on CMT. Right. There you go. Thank you so much, Magnus. Thank you. I feel so much more complete now. That's right, because in Kentucky, the Second Amendment comes first. Yeah, and she said, I want to shred it. I want I, I, I want to shoot something. Like I want it. Bad. But no, she said, I want to shred, shred it. shred it. I want to shred right. it. That's fun uh, stuff. Anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> Where were we? I don't know. Oh, in an interesting turn of something events. Something happened, and I don't know what he's going to talk about. Uh, you will in a second. Okay. We went to we went to a place, and I'm. Afraid, by the way, before I get into it, <laughs> can I say where? Can can I go ahead? Before I get into it, I just want to preface this that if you're easily preface. offended, you, you should probably stop listening like all together. <laughs> yeah, we are not the podcast for you. Yes, um, if you're easily offended, <laughs> you probably want to just turn this off now. This episode for- and never turn us back on. <laughs> If you if you feel like you must follow us any further after this, well, we don't want to hear you complain about it <laughs> because it's a choice you've made. It's a choice you made. I was just going to say you could probably fast forward about fifteen minutes. Okay, but uh, Stephanie and I took our family to a special place. We did on Easter Sunday. We are officially potentially CEOs. Potentially, no, yes, no, we're, no, we're not. CEOs are are the, go ahead Christmas Easter only yeah they're the Christ, the people who show up at church or at a local gathering that meets on right. Sundays in a particular place at a particular time on Sunday morning because we didn't go for Christmas and they call themselves a local church what we didn't go for Christmas we didn't go for Christmas so we're not officially CEOs yet no. we're just EOs and I don't think we ever will be right but but so. we did actually go to a place that they call a church. Uh, here locally, and here is what I want to share with you. I had a fun time. I had a good time. Uh, I did. Our friend DG Hollams posted something on Twitter. We happened to go to a church that is a mega church here in the Cincinnati, Northern Kentucky locations. area. Yep, they, they have, have several different campuses. Yep. Around Pro- the tri-state. Probably, if I had to guess, somewhere between five to 10,000 people probably attend this Prob- church. Closer it, it, to the 10. Okay. I'd say. So probably. Yeah. And uh, they had this big retail place here in Florence, Kentucky, that was the Pottery Barn. And, right? Yes. Old time pottery. Oh, yeah. Same thing. What's the difference? Old time pottery and pottery barn? Are two pottery barn's things? furniture. Oh, okay. Old time pottery is more like Hobby Lobby. Okay. Well, anyway, it was the old time pottery place, and it, it's huge. It's it's like the size of a Walmart, right? Yes. What's so funny? A Walmart. <laughs> a Walmart. And listen, I'm I'm bringing my Kentucky in here. You seriously are. It's about the size of a Walmart. I just want to shred watch, it. I think you watched I just, that commercial way too many times. I just want to shred it. <laughs> 
Anyway, Walmart. They they converted what you uh, a, a, a actually a large. It's a large. It large was a large size. retail space, and they've converted it into their into um, a a into their a site location yes. of this church. Right, and they obviously spent millions of dollars. Right. I mean, it's very clear that they spent millions of dollars. When you walk in, it looks stunning. It's beautiful. It's eye candy. And DG, a friend of ours, posted he actually ended up having some car trouble on his way to the United Methodist Church on Sunday morning. And he says, guys, plan B, my car was acting funny. So we actually ended up going to, he says, no offense to my He my didn't friends. say no offense, did he? Yeah, I think he did. Okay. Anyway, and he went to Six Flags Over Jesus. He calls it Six Flags Over Jesus. And, and it kind of was. I mean, there's of, free soda, there's free coffee, you know, everything's out there. And there's it, by nice the way, it's not just, it's not just free coffee. I mean, I've been to a lot of places that have free coffee. Right. Th- We're talking like about, it's multiple, like, it's like yeah. free Starbucks. It's like, yeah. a, there's a, it, it's almost like there's a Starbucks in there. No, it's self-serve. if there was a Starbucks in there, I'd get a chai tea. Okay. And there wasn't any of that. And they didn't have Coke Zero, so, um, But they know. had, I mean, they had the fountain machine, they had they everything. yeah. They they had this entire wall. Did you say the fireplace? Yeah. They had this entire wall that was nothing but a fireplace. I mean, yeah. it's, it's it is just eye candy. You just go there and it's like, wow, this is this is beautiful. And and by the way, it is an, a warm and inviting atmosphere when you walk in. Yes. And when by the way, when you're walking in, you're walking in with a thousand or more other people. And in the big open spaces, it's it, it's just thousands of people. And it really does. Matter of fact, I I get the feeling of walking into the Kings Island amusement park. Okay. You know, it kind of gives you that same feel. Only there's not a bunch of thrill rides there. I didn't get that feeling, but I can understand how but, you did. But but that was that was the overall sensation mm-hmm. of that kind of crowd and people with smiles on their faces, and it, which was that's kind of cool. I kind of liked that atmosphere. But you know, it it reminds me of the whole you know. Is is it about creating things for consumers and blah 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 and all this other stuff? But then again, then I got to thinking about how I well, feel about the, the deal. Like when I'm going to a friend's house for dinner, or I, when we're having company here, pay attention to me. Or I'll kick you under the table. Sorry, I'm gonna shred it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to shred it. Give me your focus. Go. I'm listening. When you we're have having at least company, forty five seconds. When, I know. <laughs> you know. You're worse than Matthew sometimes. I'm listening. Dude, you're down to 35. I'm just kidding. When we're having company here. Yes. Or when we're going to someone's home to have company. Yeah. It should be a comfortable environment. It should. People should feel at ease. People should feel at home. Whether people agree with me or not, that's my relationship with Jesus. So I like that it's a comfortable environment. I did too. I like that it's welcoming. I like that I can sit there and drink my soda while listening to the sermon. And I'll do my best not to belch out loud. <laughs> but please remember, we're in Kentucky. We're in Kentucky. <laughs> but um, no, that was a joke. Anyway. Yeah, that part was. But I love that I can sit there and, it, it, and be comfortable. It was very comfortable. Um, I, I love the fact that... You know, here, here's the thing. And by the way, who, for those who don't know this, our family has not gone to church since September 2011. Eleven. That was the last time we've walked into one of those buildings. And that has been intentional. We we left for very intentional reasons. 
and we have we have not left the church. We just stopped attending places that many people call churches. Right. And uh, our faith has remained strong. In fact, my... We had to break up with the institution. Exactly. We did. We broke up with the institution, uh, the, the traditional organized religion. We broke up with, with religion. We broke up with conformity. Mm-hmm. Uh, we broke up with obligations, uh, guilt, and shame. And, and we decided to pursue grace and mercy and unconditional, unmerited favor from our loving Father through our amazing righteousness only found in Christ. That's that's what we pursued, and we have found it. And the cool thing is, and this is the interesting thing, is the, the kids and you said, well, mainly it was the kids that said, mm-hmm. we want to go try out Crossroads. And it's because their friends go. Right. Their friends go to Crossroads. Their friends talk about how awesome it is. And to be honest with you, when they talk about it, it's like they're talking about going to an amusement park. Matter of fact, the kids are more excited in the way that they communicate about visiting Crossroads than they would ever be about going and visiting Kings Island. Right. So, and by the way, Kings Island is our local amusement park here, which is pretty famous in our area. But uh, just think of your best amusement park, and, and that's mm-hmm. that's what the kids are talking about. I, I mean, outside of Disney. Disney. Kids would be more excited about going to Disney, I think, than going to Crossroads. But but in our, it was so funny because we we said you know what kids if you guys want to go, tell we'll me what tell me why well, right and in in the past they didn't really have a good reason why so I did I said you know unless you come up with a good reason why you want to go and you can be excuse me you can be honest and say I want to go because my friends go that's fine with me but um but I mean so, some of it was really the shallow it's like well because I think we should you know and 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 I'm like. No, well, cut I, them some slack. They're kids. I know, uh, and and you know, I, I want to go because when people ask me where do you go to church, it can be embarrassing to right. not to say that I don't. Uh, you know, and it's like not a good enough reason that 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 won't do it for me. Uh, but I will take you if you have a good reason. And she said, and the kids came back and said, you know, we want to go because number one, it's Easter and we want to celebrate with other Christians. And I'm like, that's a good reason. I mm-hmm. love that. And why else? And they said, well, we would like to go, and we would like to go regularly because our friends go there, and we would like to interact with those friends. And I'm mm-hmm. like, finally, that is an excellent reason. Right. We'll go this Sunday. And so we did. We Easter This Easter Sunday was our first time back to a quote-unquote building. And it was enjoyable. And it was an, thoroughly, it was thoroughly enjoyable wow. uh, from the just the atmosphere of it and stuff like that. Um to be honest with you, I don't think that it'll add a ton of spiritual value to me personally, but I'm, that's not why I'm going. I'm going to take my wife, who really desires to have corporate worship mm-hmm. with other believers, uh, even though many of the songs are just two sentences repeated over and over again. Right. If it's the right two sentences, it the, doesn't matter. Exactly. Uh, and that's cool. Uh, and and what I love about it is it's it's a type of atmosphere where I can bring whatever uh, devotional book that I have on my Kindle app, and I can sit on my sit on I could sit on my you can I can sit I can sit with my iPad down, and and while everybody else is doing their thing, I can sit down and read the you know a chapter or two of uh, and the shofar blue or whatever, right. 
And by Francine Rivers. By Francine Rivers. And, and I can do that. And I don't... F- Here's the thing. I don't care if anybody judges me, number one. And number two, if they did, it wouldn't... It, so what? Gonna, right. It doesn't matter. I, I and, and the thing is, is I don't feel like in this place I would be judged. I I loved the atmosphere. I already said that. Um, I really enjoyed his sermon, too. His sermon, you know, I'm not going to, I I say I'm not going to. I will tell you there was something interesting about a sermon. It was a Good Friday sermon preached on Sunday, Sunday. on Easter Sunday. I know, but I liked it. I liked, if it, yeah, it it was perfect for a Good Friday service. I agree with you. I, I, I would have loved to have heard the word resurrection at least once. Right. Uh, and stuff like that. But you know what? Like I said, I did not go there for theological training. Right. Because to be honest with you, I'm very skeptical of what I take in. But hold on. From people. But it, it was good. It go was ahead. good. And I knew that we had come full circle when he said butt naked yes. in his sermon. Yes, he did. Because for those of you who may not know... Uh, Cliff served as associate pastor of a Nazarene church when we were first married mm-hmm. and was given several opportunities to preach and one time said butt naked. Behind the holy desk is behind the holy desk, the pulpit, which was called the holy desk and was given guilt and shame and totally reigned and it was Yep, and, and, and we all, had come full circle when he said "butt naked." Yep, I, I, I remember. I, I got. Oh, and you were just talking about Joseph. I was. I wasn't even he talking was about talking Jesus. About Jesus. Yeah. Jesus was butt naked. Yeah. In case y'all didn't know. And, and all I and all I said was the truth. I, I, I up the, behind the holy desk, <laughs> quote unquote. I happened to have said, uh, told the story of Joseph and Potiphar's wife grabbed his stuff. And his claw. <laughs> she was grabbing she was, some stuff I know, too. I know. And he ran out the door, leaving his clothes. And and so there was Joseph outside, but naked. naked. And that's all I said. And I went on. I didn't make a big deal about it. But Here's he the was butt naked. Don't say it in the Nazarene church. I got in so much trouble. You got in a lot of trouble. And it was a long time it before was, they let you was, preach again. It was offensive. We've it was come irreverent. Full circle. We've come full circle because. The we, truth is the truth. Yeah. He was butt naked. He was. And by the way, uh, and I, although I, I'm really glad that when they draw pictures, they do cover him with a cloth. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So anyway, so we we did. We went there. It was a good um, time. The, now, the Math, Matthew and Megan, because it was Easter, Easter they did not have their normal the middle school, middle school mm-hmm. stuff going on. Uh, so the kids are, inter- they're interested in going back to see what that's like. They hear wonderful things about it. McKenna has really she she's been very much uh lately uh having kind of um faith moments where she's like, you know, I want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. You know, I you know, sometimes people ask me, Am I a Christian? And I want to make sure, am I a Christian? Yeah. You know, and 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 we've talked to her in the past and we've talked about baptism before and, and all these other things. She says we asked her before. She, I said, "Are you ready for that?" And she goes, "No, not yet." And and uh, now I think she's at that place. I think she's and too. and it, and even before Sunday, she's been having these conversations. And now on Sunday morning, she on Easter, we took her there, and they had conversations and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And she came back, and she goes, "I want to talk about this more." Yep. And and that was now. Here's the thing: we've been to a lot of places, a lot of these weekend gathering places 
where we put McKenna into a class and literally the only real benefit that she's had is that she was well cared for for an hour to and an hour and a half. And, and she actually ended up having probably about anywhere between 200 to 800 calories worth of sugar. Right. That, that was the equivalent of the value that she got right. out, of, out of that Sunday morning situation. Whereas here, before you are allowed to, before you pick up, they ask you to go through and they actually hand you a sheet and they say, here is step by step. The, Here's what we learned here today. Are the, yeah. Here are the points that we covered in this. And I really loved how that was handled. I did too. And um, she really enjoyed herself. I love that. Okay. After, after church, we did go to lunch with the Raiders. Fantastic time. Absolutely. Great friends. Great conversation. After, after the gathering. What did I say? After the church. After church. Okay. Because I'm sorry. church continued on with it us. It did. With right. the Raiders. The church went with us to City Barbecue <clears throat> where you. we had good food and good um, fellowship. And after the Christian, yes. after we left the Christian amusement park. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> which I do say somewhat jokingly and as a, as a dive, but, at, but, but also, I say that somewhat, because somewhat. Everybody as a term. wants to go back to the amusement park. Well, I say it somewhat as an endear, a term of endearment yes. as well. It was an amuse, I, I, and not that I went there just for my amusement, but I had a good time. It was right. a place that was enjoyable and stuff right. like that. So I, I kind of, it, I do have double meaning when I say that. I know you do, but I do want to say, I do want to point out that we did not leave the church. Sunday more ever, and we did not leave the church to go to lunch. We, as the church, went we to lunch. We left the building. We left the gathering. That we had corporate worship in. Yes. And, um, but when we got home, this is the story I want to tell. Okay. Um, we watched the very first episode of the Bible that ran on the History Channel through the month of March. Yes. All right. Um, the kids only sat through the first episode, episode which is two because hours. They're, they're each two hours long. And um, but the kids sat through the first, which covers Noah's Ark, um, and Abraham, Abraham, and some um, so and M- Moses? to moves into Moses, right? Yeah. Um, McKenna comes home on Monday afternoon. Like, Mom, I told a story today that made my friend move away from me. <laughs> And I said, really, what'd you tell? She goes, well, I just talked about what we did yesterday. I'm like, okay, what'd you say? (laughs) (laughs) So McKenna told her friend, because they were sharing what they did on Easter, that um, now she's seven. She went to church. She had lunch with friends. And she came home and watched the Bible. And she remembered that... Lots of stuff happened, and there were lots of old people, and the Pharaoh swam in blood. Oh, yes. The Pharaoh swam in blood. This is what our daughter remembers from watching a two-hour episode about the Old Testament. Was And so her friend asks, what? <laughs> and she goes, you know, well, the Egyptian, well, I don't know if she said Egyptian, but the people, the Pharaoh had uh, God's people and they were slaves and he said, free them. And the Pharaoh said, no. And Moses came back and he said, no. And so God sent plagues and one of them was blood. <laughs> That's what she said. 
Smart girl. So she's got, I mean, she's got the gist of it, but the only plague she remembers was the blood, was the water turning to blood. Yeah. Yes. That Pharaoh swam when swam in blood. Right. Anyway, so that was our Easter. We we had a great time. um, And that's the thing. Um, We, of course, here's the deal. This Sunday, we will not be going back to uh to to crossroads uh, which mckenna was upset about yeah they are very much looking forward to going back but we're going to san diego right which we'll talk about in a minute but anyway um but when we get back our intentions are that our fam our family will go and regularly to corporate worship as at crossroads exactly and and that's what our family has decided that we want to do mm-hmm. and the cool thing is is it will give us i do believe that all of our children will be in this place confronted with the message of right. of faith, and one of the I had a great friend, a great conversation one of with one of my best friends, and uh, he and I were having discussions about you know our, our thoughts on on the traditional institution and religion and and some of the faith uh, teachings of conformity and and all this other stuff, and he says, you know, Cliff, I I sometimes wonder. If maybe I'm not doing more harm to my family by taking them than than any good that's done, and I said, you know, I would agree with that. If you weren't having conversations outside of that experience about what you're experiencing right. and what messages are being there, you know, because here's the thing: that this is what a lot of people believe. This is what a lot of people are taught. I think it's great for our family to know what other. I mean, and and by the way. Hands up! I used to teach it. Uh, I used to be. I used to believe all of that stuff. And today, I have come to understand that there is a whole lot more that I don't understand. And the things that I do understand are so much easier to understand than I was ever told that they could be. Right. And 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 I think that what's amazing is this. Uh, this offers the opportunity for them to be exposed to the wider message. That is taught and accepted mostly uh, culturally here in the United States, especially. But and and for us to have conversations at lunch or at dinner or throughout the week or before bed and have real dialogue. And so I, I don't think it's bad at all. And what's what's amazing? I said, you know, for me, I've already determined. I'm very. I I have filters. Filters upon filters upon filters upon filters about any kind of theology or teaching that may come to me from visiting this place on on Sundays, um, and and everything will be filtered upon what I have experienced and through my relationship with Christ as it's been revealed through the Holy Spirit and through Scriptures. So, with all of that being said, I said, you know, I. Uh, you know, we were, we were talking about it. It's like, man, but there's so much that's being taught. It's like, it's just, and he was sharing about a, a, a series that was coming up in his, his local corporate gatherings. And he's like, I cannot believe that this is going on. And um, I said, yeah, I said, it's, it's, it's nuts. <laughs> uh, I, if I were you, I'd just take a good book and sit back and relax. <laughs> you know, I said, but for me, why do I, why personally do I want to actually attend? Why, why am I going with the family instead of just staying back? Well, number one, I, they, they want to go. I want to be with them. I said, plus, I like the idea that I can walk into a building that has a thousand or more people in it. Let's just say there's 1,500 people there uh, that with us, or maybe even 2,500. I don't know how many people fit in that place. 
But anyway, even if there's only 400, 800 people there that genuinely have a pursuit of of God's mercy and love and and stuff like that. Even if even if some of them there are just because they're there because of the coffee and a warm place and 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 this makes them feel good about themselves and it makes them feel okay. It kind of kind of resets their sins for the week or whatever the, whatever the case might be. The fact is, is I love the idea that I I can walk into a place with an entire group of people who consider themselves to be followers of Christ, who who would who would identify with that. And I and I said, you know, I, I look forward to actually meeting some other people in my local area that would have that. And I don't feel like I have to get plugged in to this or to that and and stuff like that. It used to be when, man, I boy, if you're gonna be a part of this, then gosh, it is your duty to participate in X number of hours, X number of meetings, X number of ministries. And, and, and I said, I don't feel any of that obligation. The only obligation I feel is that if I go, that I be open to the, to the Spirit's calling of who I should smile at, who should I shake hands with, and, and who I should be open to opportunities to build authentic, caring, genuine, Christ-centered relationships with, without any ulterior motives at all. And I'm like, I'm looking forward to that. And I said, and, 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 and I haven't revealed the name of this friend, although I'm sure many people know who it is, longtime listeners, but just because I don't want to share right. openly what, <laughs> what this person said. Um, but anyway, so one of the things I said is, I said, we, we actually got to the place where we, this, this, if you get easily offended, I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Uh, but anyway, we, we talked about, you know, some of the, fa- some of the things that happen within these gatherings it's just it's just downright evil. You know, it's just like I can't believe that that happens. And I said, "Yeah, but it's a necessary evil." And I and he's he's like, "I don't know if I agree with that." And I said, "Yeah, yeah I said so, I said, "Oh, okay. I'm kind of halfway joking about the evil part." You know, I'm just saying that out there for shock value because no, I no, I'm not arguing with the whole use of the the phrase evil. I'm I'm just arguing the phrase necessary. And I said, "Well, you think about it this way." And I said, "You know, if the if the Wesleyan Arminian faith existed for no other reason than for the Nazarene Church to eventually branch off and be formed, so that one day it would it would actually duplicate and replicate till one day there was Emmanuel Church of the Nazarene in Highland Heights, Kentucky, just so that you and I could meet and become best friends, then I'd say it was worth it. It was a good necessary evil to me. <laughs> And and so I I told him I said do you understand how now I can see that God can use everything He can use all everything. of my messed up stuff He can use the messed up stuff of the world and guess what He can use the messed up stuff of these institutions as well Absolutely He can and and I believe that we are in a place where you know our family it will benefit from attending a weekly corporate gathering. I agree. Even if it's Six Flags over Jesus. I like it. That's what I'm going to call it from now on. All right. We're going to Six Flags. All right. <laughs> Can we get on the next topic? I like fell asleep there I know. somewhere around. You are around. so tired. <laughs> I haven't slept in like three days. All right. Well, we're going Why to San Diego. I lay down and fall asleep? Like what is, what's, I'm broken. 
And I'm really hope you know I have that thing coming up um the seventeenth of April. Okay. Is when I go um okay. Stephanie's broken. We know this, right? Um been having various things going on. My regular doctor can't find anything. Um fairly certain most of it's hormonal. So I went and I had some blood drawn and I'm going to a hormone specialist and I get those results on the seventeenth. And they'll tell me like where my hormone levels are at and what's going on on the inside of my body. Hopefully that will kind of, and she's reading. So I call and the lady's asking me all of these questions, you know, do you, um, do you have problems sleeping? Do you, you know, I, I are you easily irritated? She's like, are you irritable? I said, am I awake? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. You're getting on my nerves right now, woman. <laughs> but, um, so Hopefully that when when I go on on the seventeenth and you know figure all of that out, if it's not my fault, it squeaks. <laughs> um, figure all of that out, then Stephanie will be less broken. And when is so, that? The seventeenth of April okay. that I go. Gotcha. And then, and then and so once they have that, like they will already have read those results and ordered whatever I need to regulate, and so I can have them that day. Gotcha. So, so will you be? They shoot pellets will, in my. In will, my bum. <laughs> will you be fixed that day? Will you come well, home? Well, I'm sure and... it's going to take a while to like, okay, to level, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. I don't gotcha. know. Wouldn't be nice if it would, it was just like a switch that they could go <laughs> and like readjust and send me on my weary way. But I don't think it works like that, husband. They're going to shoot pellets in your butt. That they sounds are. great. Right, right here. <laughs> well, okay. My hip actually, but <laughs> that does not sound like fun, Stephanie. If it fixes me, I don't care. <laughs> All right. So as we shared, there will be no uh, podcasts from next this week. studio right. next Thursday. Right. And there, um, for those who listen to this and Authentic Life Radio, um, there, there's no ALR this week also. Yeah. Um, somebody in my life needed some extra attention. They may or may not be in this room with me right now. <laughs> I did doggone it. I needed some Stephanie time. He needed some wife time. And so um, yesterday's show got postponed and next week we'll be on spring break. And um, yeah. and here's what I love about life is that, well, my marriage is more important than that podcast. Yeah. And my marriage needed more attention yesterday. So I have the freedom to say, this is what's going to happen. Yep. And yesterday I did. It was awesome. Thank you. It was you. a good day. Thank You're you. welcome. I had a great time with you yesterday. And I I very much needed it. Very much. Yes, you did. And uh, anyway, so actually, let me, let's talk about that. I, I, I do, okay. So I'll, I'll talk about my Monday, taking Monday as a mental health day. So for four weeks uh, in the month of March. You worked nonstop. I worked nonstop. And we are... We're literally talking nonstop. I did take Sundays off um, and I took a couple, you know, took most of Saturday off, but really not right. not mentally. Sunday, I, I completely took off. But outside of that, we're talking up at 5 a.m. every single morning. Even on the days that we did things as, as a family, like two weeks ago on Saturday, we did the passports and bought our car and you're like you were here, but you weren't really like here with us, but your mind was a little bit elsewhere. Yeah, it, like, holy cow, we're paying for a car. 
Yeah. <laughs> How much do I have to work to make up for the money that we're paying for this car? Exactly. Right? Yep. Yeah. So, but anyway, for, so for four weeks, I worked nonstop from five in the morning and sometimes didn't go to bed until as late as one in the morning, mm-hmm. uh, a couple nights. Sometimes later. And it was just crazy. It was just crazy. And to be honest with you, I like that because, and, and, and not for good reasons, I like it because it makes me feel good about myself. I, sometimes it makes me feel like I'm productive and it makes me feel worthy of, well, it sometimes, I, and by the way, I, I'm very blessed and also cursed by something. And that is I get tons of public praise. I mean, I, I get... It's a curse, people. Stop it. No, please don't. I love it. I'm a words of affirmation guy, and, and I don't always get it from home. But here's the thing. We don't ever have the opportunity to get it from home because you are an attention word I can't use on this podcast, and and you never come up from the room to get the attention from the people who should be giving it to you in the first place. I do come out of this room, and then you guys are all piled up in the bed watching TV or oh, something. No, okay, wait. This week was different. We couldn't sit on our furniture. Okay. Because it was covered in plastic. Okay, fair enough. But any- <laughs> So anyway, I do get a ton of public praise. You do. I mean, my email every day, it, I mean, I... Which is why I don't get understand why you're always so overwhelmed by your... You know, I got, I've got 76 emails. Like, okay, out of the 76... Probably 50 of them are telling you how fantastic you they are. are. There's no and question. 26 actually, more, of them want something from you. Well, actually. So that they can praise you. Well, it, it's. So what's your problem with I, the inbox? If I have 75 emails, I would say that 70 of them are public, are, are praising me. And out of 75 emails, 75 of them want something from me. Oh, I know. So, I know. And the thing is, is I want to give all 75 people whatever it is they want, and I can't. And I have to find a way to say thank you for the praise, but say, do you know, I I was, okay, so there's, I can't give you that. Right. And there's one person that you've recently said that to who then came back with a very negative response. And I wanted to respond to them and tell them some things again that I can't say on this podcast. Yeah. It really, really ticked me off. Well, th- I was so mad. That is a perfect. That is a perfect segue I was into. So, mad. so, so here's the thing. I had 35 students in this A to Z class, which, by the way, the most I've ever had in the past was 30, and even then, it was a lot easier because it was. I mean, it was all mostly people that I knew and had good relationships with already. And and so that was an easier class. But usually I have about 20 to 25 people in this student in this class mm-hmm. for four weeks. Well, I had made a, a significant rate increase for the cost of this course. And a lot of people wanted to take advantage of the last time where they could get in for the price that it was um, for this past one. So we let five extra in. So we let five extra in. And, and I mean we, because every time a new person was begging, he's like, can, can, and I'm like, we're going to have to make it work. Yep. We're going to have to make it work. And for four weeks, we made it work. We made it work. And let me tell you, dude, your four weeks is up. <laughs> Hold on. So so for four weeks, I literally worked around the clock and I way over delivered. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I had my commitments. And by the way, I promise a lot in this course. Yes, and when I say I promise a lot, I promise you can go to podcasting A to Z dot com. And check it out. I promise a lot. But I will tell you right there, 
I way under promise and I way over deliver on what I give those people. I mean, it's far beyond what they could have ever dreamed of expecting from this course. I give them that much more. And and so it and it literally, I, I mean, I did not do anything other than work for those people for four weeks, four right. and a half weeks. Plus, I facilitated thirty or forty three members of the podcast mastermind as well, and uh, and held uh, what is that ten ninety minute meetings right. on top of that. Uh, yeah, so quite a few other things I did, but it, this was around the clock. At the end of the four weeks, thirty four of the people. We're singing my praises like you would not believe. This is the greatest. And, and they're like, oh my gosh, I am so sad that this is going to be over. I This is such a huge, this has become such a huge part of my life over the last four weeks. I don't know how that we're going to continue on without you. I mean, it's that kind of stuff. And of course, they, you know, they even set up their own little private Facebook group so that mm-hmm. they can keep in touch with each other. And I think that that was awesome. But uh, they were just thrilled. They're just like, Wow. But I had one person who didn't do hardly anything during the first three weeks of the course. And that was his own schedule and stuff like that that got in the way. Which, by the way, you could go, you don't even have to have the access to me. If you watch the tutorials, you would be able, what are you looking at? How knotted that is. In... Oh, she's talking about my headphones cord. He's, yeah, twisting the headphones cord. So, anyway. Um, you don't. Ha- you could just go through the tutorials, and you'd be able to do everything that the pro- the class promises you'll be able to do. Right. You just happen to have access to me for four weeks, unlimited, to ask me any question you want for four weeks, and I'll answer every single question. Well, this person did not ask very many questions, but when he chose to ask a question, every single time it was painfully obvious that he had not even watched the start here first video. Because there were ways that he asked the question. It's like, so he didn't even watch the start here first video. Right. And it was painfully obvious that this person did not watch any tutorials. Because every, and he asked a few questions for during the first three weeks, but they were all, you know, it's like, okay, that's in this video that was assigned. Here's the thing. And, and I was always very, you know, pl- pleasant and stuff like that. I get all, anyway, there's a ton of content and it's easier sometimes just to ask. It's like, hey, if this has been a- answered somewhere, can you tell me where this where, was? Right. Um, so that doesn't bother me at all until you get down to the last week and you say, oh, I've been very busy with this, 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 and this, and it's kept me from doing anything. But my goal is to have the show launched by Friday. So I'll be asking you a lot of questions this week. That's what I got Monday of the that final week. Not many questions were asked at all from this person. On the final day, the final day, I get an email that says, a friend of mine, I just found out today that a friend of mine passed away. I won't be able to make it to the thing. I haven't got very much done, but I will be in touch with you next week to schedule a time for me to work with you one-on-one to get this thing off the ground. And I wrote back very politely and I'm like, man, I am so sorry to hear about your loss. I mean, sincerely, I'll be in prayer for you and for the family of this friend uh, that really, I, my my soul hurts for you and your and that mm-hmm. family. Um, just to give you a heads up, I have an insane travel schedule over the next several months. Mm-hmm. I'm on my way out to San Diego. Uh, right after San Diego, I'm heading to Nashville. The day after I get from Nashville, I'm going to Orlando, 
And then I have a podcasting A to Z course before I leave to go on a two-week trip with my family, including a cruise for our community. Unfortunately, I don't have any open consulting calls for one-on-one until the end of July. And I said, however, I do, knowing that I'm booked this far in advance, I do have a hand-selected group of consultants that I have, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that, that I can refer you to. They're a part of my official referral network. Their rates start at $200 an hour, which is much less than my hourly rate. If you'd like, I could refer you to someone. And How this, dare you refer me to someone? Well, this were pers- his words. Well, and and those those words I am me. this person, and I do all of this stuff, and I travel too, and I am high on my horse, and I don't care if your wife wants to shoot me down with her gun. This is where I am, and how dare you treat me like this? Well, and, and and if he said all and of yes, those, yes, I th- paraphrased. Yeah, <laughs> and if he said all of those things. It was, it would, this would have been, this would have been okay. But he used these words. I am very disappointed in you. And and, and as much as I don't, as much as I'd like to say that I'm completely over being a people pleaser. And as much as I know that my... You're words of affirmation. I'm a words of affirmation kind of guy. It's just like, it is just like when Matthew was four and we would spank him. Matthew is a physical touch and spanking him is like giving you, you're terrible. Yeah. I can't stand you. Seriously disappointed in you. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yep. You you don't do that. And no matter how many words of affirmation, praising you, making your head so big yep. it doesn't fit through the door, there are in your email inbox, this one, one Donkey was the one that got inside your head so much that I had to kick you out of the house on Monday because I couldn't be around you. Well, here's the thing. I ended I ended that class with 34 people who wrote me messages, said things like most people would ever dream of getting that kind of feedback. And one person wrote the words, I'm very disappointed in you. If only these people knew how how you treat us just like numbers and we can see i'm like you have no it was ridiculous it was ridiculous but at the same time you know i'm wore out i'm exhausted emotionally you haven't physically slept month <laughs> I, and and it got under my skin in a really really big way it did and it, and so much so that, you know, I'm exchanging emails back and forth over the weekend. I'm thinking, how can I squeeze in? Maybe I can meet him at 11 o'clock one night this week. You know, just mm-hmm. find some way. And, and the fact is, happen. it's just not there. Um, and and here's the deal. So uh, Sunday was great, though. Uh, Easter, mm-hmm. I, I I divorced myself from from everything. What? No? You don't think so? No. What? Okay. Well, in my mind, I did. Well, because you went to sleep. <laughs> I went to sleep. <laughs> you went to bed. You moped around until you're like, I'm going to bed. And by the time you get up, the rest of us are going ready to go to bed. All right. So, so no, you no, you didn't. But right. um Yeah. Yeah. So So anyway, here's We the did s- have a good morning and afternoon, but it really started to get to you later Sunday evening and it was just it was yeah. just eating. It was start it was starting to eat at me again Sunday evening. And so I come, I, I wake up Sunday or Monday morning to come and it's like, okay, this is the first week I don't have nonstop stuff. Right. I didn't even wake up at five o'clock in the morning. 
and so I come down and I literally on my, now here's the thing. This is what can make somebody feel like me feel guilty. My, from, from the time I wake up in the morning, I don't have, if you look at my schedule for the day, I don't have anything that, I don't have to be anywhere at any time for anything until 6 p.m. for my first mastermind call of the night. I had two 90-minute calls to facilitate that evening. So all day was completely open to do whatever I want. And part of me, there's this little prohibitive conscience. is like, mm-hmm. dude, you have eight hours on Monday. You that That's not, I mean, do you know how hard would it be for you to spend one hour with somebody who just did this? You know, That it, one hour would turn into another hour and would turn into another hour. It would have done that. But here's the thing. And, and here's where the other side of my conscience says, but dude, Look at your to-do list that you've put off for four and a half weeks. Right. Hello, your day is not free. You got tons of stuff you need to do. Look at your email inbox, buddy. Seriously, get to work. You know, uh, and and I, all of this stuff was going through my head. And Stephanie, I, you know, I asked Stephanie to come downstairs and and uh, she's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I just don't know. And and she just comes, stands next to me and she goes, are you all right? And I said, I don't know. And all of a sudden, my t- I've got tears coming out of my eyes. I'm about ready to start bawling. And I'm like, I'm just, I just feel overwhelmed. Yeah. And I'm so nurturing. I'm just like, get out of here. She did. She's like, dude, <laughs> you know what you need? You need to get out of the house. Go. go. She, she, said, she said, go grab whatever you need to grab. Clear your head and go. And get out of here. Yeah. And that's what I did. On Monday, I left. I did not do any work during Monday, during the day at all. And I just left. I right. took the car. I went. I had lunch by myself. And and I I, I just... Got a haircut. Par- I got a haircut. Um, I pulled into a parking lot and and laid the seat back and I went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you at least warm your bum while you were sleeping? No, I didn't. Oh, come on. But um but that's what I did. I I had a mental health day and and that that really helped. It really helped. And and I was a lot better for um I was a lot better for Monday night. Tuesday, I think I could have bounced back. But I had nonstop consulting mm-hmm. calls. Plus, I had I didn't do any email Monday mm-hmm. night. Didn't mm-hmm. do any email on Tuesday, and I'm just like tons of stuff. So, did I work Tuesday night? I don't even remember. I think I might have worked a little bit. Um, but then I, then yesterday came around. Don't remember Tuesday very much at all. I know. I think I did. I think I worked I know for I several hours on Tuesday. Took I did. T- you would have had. Yeah. I got down to yeah. forty emails by right. Tuesday night. And uh, I did as much as I could, and I went to bed. And then Wednesday morning, you and I were uh, doing our accounting work together, and and I just still, I, I know that I still wasn't completely over it, and mm-hmm. I'm just th- so thankful you and I spent the day together. Here's, here's what I love, is that you spent the last four weeks working complete nonstop. I mean, just going as much as you can go. Right. And then... So then I am, during those four weeks, going about my schedule, the kids' schedule, as usual. And here we come out of that four weeks, and you're and you're like, you don't have time for me. <laughs> I'm like, uh, excuse me. <laughs> I wasn't the one missing in action. That was and so you needed you needed some time just to connect and I did. And you know what? Because here's the thing. I know that I wanted to serve 
those 35 mm-hmm. people, those 35 students in my and class. And I did by giving you to them. You did. And as a result of that, you and our children sacrificed time with me and I sacrificed that time with you. Right. And we all knew it going in that this was going to be a part of those four weeks. Right. This is what I, it was I don't want to. Like. I don't want to sound um, bitter about it. I'm. I'm not in any way. This is something that our family knew going into this four weeks, full knowing that next week we have the week together in San Diego. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not. I'm not bitter about it. I am a little bitter about the email still, but yeah. I'm working on those issues. Um, he probably shouldn't visit Kentucky anytime soon. <laughs> Kentucky, but um, but that's not the, it's not something I'm bitter about. I'm not angry in any way. We knew this. We made this decision going into right what was the last four weeks, and coming out of it, you you needed some decompressing time. I did. I needed some decompressing time, and I also I needed to be I needed to be connected to the people who I really want to be connected to. I, I needed it. I, it's it's great to get tons of praise from other people. And trust me, don't stop it. I love it. I really do. But He really does. I he re- needs it. Cause I, I, but I, I, I desire it from my family. Uh-huh. And I desire, but I don't want to. But we can't give it when you're not here. I know. And I need to earn it. And that's, and not earn it, but right. I need to. You need to be present to get it. Exactly. Anyway, my friends, that is that is our show. We, we went through the whole music in the background. But hey, you know Sometimes what? Sometimes it happens. That's okay. Because we're going to end this episode with a song that I, yes. I we played it in our pre-show yesterday. Last week. Last week, before we hit the record button. But this week, we do have authorized permission from the artist to share with you a song. And of course, you guys know me. We, we talk about go big or go home. We talk about, you know, work hard. And today on episode 304 of Podcast Answer Man, I talked about the 10,000 hour rule. Mm -hmm. That the difference between those who are phenomenons, who are so freakishly awesome that they just, everybody knows about them. The difference between those people is not that they work harder or even more, much harder than everyone else. It's the fact that they work much, much harder than everyone else. And I absolutely love that. And uh, I found this song. And by the way, I've I've always gone back and forth on whether or not I listen to secular music or Christian music and some stuff like that. And I, I, to me, to be honest, I don't care what I listen I to. I listen each to all day. kinds of music. But lately, I've been kind of uh, I've been kind of down on a lot of the Christian music. It's just I hadn't heard anything fresh or new. Some of it's terrible. And uh, I, Sorry. a good friend of mine and one of my students from my A to Z class, which, by the way, is not one of the people that we, was not right. the tournament we mentioned. Uh, but um, Brian Kane from station514.com created a brand new podcast that is all about Christian hip hop called Backstage Pass. And as he was pre- showing me some of his stuff, I, I heard him do an interview and with George Moss, and I really wanted to be able to share this song with you. So we're going to close it out go with Go hard this. or go home. And nobody's telling me different. I'm getting in how I'm living. And if you don't see the vision, go home. Because I'm riding like four tires down the old wires. Until I retire, I'm going to go hard. Let me apologize to the 
fans that's been waiting in the waiting room. While I was away, I was training in the weight room. Over time, my faith grew. I think I had a breakthrough, but this is stuff that won't be televised on the late news. My A game, I'm on it. I'm learning that my opponent is many different components. I really need to expose it, cause he's killing people every day and they got no clue. But I read the end of the story and we do not lose. This here's a new year. There's so much to do here. Need a couple witnesses. I hope I got a few here. Cause I can kick my feet up and just watch it all happen. Honestly, I would be fine if I was not rapping. But evil's on the grind, so I'm gonna be on my grind too. He does a good job hypnotizing us with pop. So with this, I'm telling Satan that I see right through your costume. And I won't stop until Jesus is raining like a monster. And nobody's telling me different. I'm getting in how I'm living. And if you don't see the vision, go home. Cause I'm riding like four tires down the old wires until I retire. I'ma go home. Man, I wish I could tell you this was easy. They've been telling me, G, slow down But the end of this mission is so close now So I'm up early with the plow to the ground And I shine like the moon when the sun goes down That means I'm just reflecting light I'm not the source when I shine The modern day John the Baptist just so happens I rhyme But seek the truth for your find In chapter 15, 5 That in order to bear fruit, you must connect to the vine I, That's why I'm so committed Don't speak it if I really don't live it I'll be honest, I struggle with sinning I ain't perfect, I'm the first to admit it Yeah, I got a lot of stuff on my plate, got a lot of big plans, a lot of moves to make, got a lot of people telling me to take a break, but I can't cause there's so many lives at stake, I'm on the road with the spring, summer, and fall, so when my phone rings, I'm there to answer the call, though someone to see me get fatigued, secretly waiting for me to fall, I ain't tired at all, let's get it on, go hard, and nobody's telling me different, I'm getting in how I'm living, and if you don't see the vision, go home, cause I'm riding like four tires, down the old wires, until I retire, I'ma go Share the popular view But I ain't here to judge I'm here to tell you the truth Rather you take it or leave it That choice is for you Either way it's all in vain If you don't put it to use See A life of following Christ Is not painless And you ain't gotta be Einstein But it's not painless When I explain this People claim I'm out of my mind Why I eat this piece of bread And take a sip of the wine But if this cup means That I will be rejected And persecuted I pray that it's taken from me Yet willing to go through it The truth has been so deluded Society so polluted Where noble man is mocked This killer will get saluted Don't take much for me to prove it Especially with this music But no matter what I know that it's destined to be disputed But with more love than Cupid I'ma grind till this concluded Plus I already promised my mama I'm gonna do it go hard, and nobody's telling me different I'm getting in how I'm living And if you don't see the vision Go home Cause I'm riding like four tires Down the old wires Until I retire I'ma go hard yeah, for the past two years, I felt like I just been running on a treadmill, but feels like I'm off the treadmill. Some man.